This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us, a show dedicated to bringing real help to real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and together we are high-performance marriage coaches. We are cutting through the bullcrap and creating a movement of happy, healthy, badass couples all over the world. Let's go! Today's episode is brought to you by Badass Husband Mastermind. Go to badasshusband.com to get more information, but let me tell you a little bit about it. Guys, who is in your corner? Like literally, who is in your corner? Who's your accountability? Who's your backup? Who's your encouragement? Who is going to kick your ass when you need it? We all need ass kicking sometimes, and it does feel really good to kick other people's ass in a good way. We focus on five key areas, body, brain, beliefs, bank, and board. That covers all of who you are as a human. And guys, if you want to level up, women, if you're listening to this and you want your husband to level up, get him in this group right now. There's nowhere to run, nowhere to hide, and there's everywhere to have high accountability, high encouragement, and we set goals and we get stuff done. So go to badasshusband.com right now. Get in this group. I promise you, you will love it. It will change your life. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Today, we are talking about, you know what? It's the dude's turn. That's what we're talking about. It's the dude's turn. So last week... And well, previous weeks, I guess, we had a couple of questions that the women sent in. Melanie sent out a call to all her ladies and said, hey, what issues do you struggle with around sex and intimacy? And interestingly enough, a lot of the ladies was like, I don't know. I can't get in the mood. I'm not, I don't want sex as much as he does, whatever, whatever. Uh Some more bull. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. But I sent out a call to the dudes in the Anatomy of Us men's Facebook page. If you want to go join it, go check it out on Facebook. But I highly suggest you join a way more kick-ass group, Badass Husband. Go to badasshusband.com where talk is all over the place. So I asked the same dudes the, this question. Hey, men, real talk. What do you guys struggle with in the realm of sex and intimacy? I said, I'll go first. I will go first, being Seth. Initiating and foreplay has been hard no pun intended, for me, right? But we just had a great episode about foreplay, and now I know what you want. I know what you want, girl. Anyway. Just be Channing Tatum in The Lost City. I know. I know it. Thank you so much for having a real conversation with me on that. So, okay, here we go. I'm not naming names, obs. Only a fool will do that. (laughs) (laughs) Foreplay is definitely a challenge for me as well. I would guess for most guys. Right now, my wife is going through... Some stuff, and on top of that, uh, taking meds that kill kill sensations, so orgasm ex- is extremely difficult. I enjoy giving her pleasure, so when it doesn't work, I don't bother trying unless she initiates it. It isn't happening right now. I used to initiate all the time, but for the above reasons, uh, things have stopped. Why did you say Why did you say stuff instead of the actual word menopause? I don't know. I didn't want to be too specific. It's the foundation of all of these problems. She's going through some bullshit. It's menopause. (laughs) Okay. Going through menopause and taking meds. So this, I'm thinking back on my medical family therapy training in grad school. Are you now? Yes, I am actually. Sometimes 
there are real biological things that are going on where like, hey, this season of stuff isn't happening for us right now. In fact, we talked about it earlier. Like sex is dynamic. It isn't static. A lot of guys go, oh, well, I did this one thing and wiggled that and poked here and then boom, it blew her up. It was great. You know, I'm doing that same thing. It ain't working anymore. Well, guys, me included, I'm talking to my own damn self. Sex is not static. It is dynamic. Everything in the world is seasonal, not just the weather. That's right. So not just for, fruits. for this guy, give him, yes, not, not just, just for fruits. Uh, for this guy, give him some advice on what he could do like right now and in, in order to relate to his wife and support at all. Well, I don't understand when it says, I enjoy giving her pleasure, so when it doesn't work, I don't bother trying. What does that even mean? So maybe that means, okay. Does he think that giving her pleasure is foreplay? No, I think uh, doing some oral kind of thing, but if it doesn't bring her to orgasm, then sex was all for naught kind of thing. So this is another you misnomer. you great British author? It's all for naught. Well, I don't know. Sex... Uh, isn't just about orgasm, right? It's about connection and pleasure. And a million times, <laughs> not a million times, sometimes you don't have an orgasm, right? Mm -hmm. There's only been once in our history of zillions of times we've had sex that I maybe haven't. And I don't even think that's true. Uh, yeah, I don't think there has been. Right? Time. But there's been uh, not like a million, but at least more than one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, did you go? Was it good? And you're like, yeah, it's great. It's mm -hmm. fine. I, was, I felt connected and there were times of awesome pleasure mm -hmm. okay so why in the hell would i think oh that wasn't a great sexual experience for both of us because i didn't make you come mm -hmm. yeah i don't know right right and so I, maybe that's just in our own guys minds mm -hmm. well and i feel like this i'm not sure what this person's particular question is but i i think the i don't bother trying part mm -hmm. is where i get a little bit mm -hmm. Like menopause is not a small thing to go through. Menopause is an enormous shift in chemicals in your body. Mm -hmm. Like hormones are chemicals, right? So like if you have low testosterone, you, ch I mean, does then that make you like not have a sex drive and stuff like that? Yeah, your sex drive goes down. A bunch of things suffer from that one hormone shifting. Yes. Right? And so it, let's assume, now this is, I don't even know if this is true. Let's assume every man at a certain age, has a huge drop in testosterone. Is that true? Uh, it's, and I know this because my testosterone was the opposite of low. It right. was insanely high. I'm like, what is that about kind of thing? So I know a lot about testosterone. Well, not a lot, but more than usual, right? Right. So I think around age 30, your testosterone starts to drop like 10 or 5% every year. So the older you get, it lower. incrementally goes down, right. right? That doesn't mean you can't get a boner or anything like that, but your mm -hmm. sex drive and desire to have sex drastically reduces mm -hmm. as you get older. Not every guy, but it's, yes, it goes down. Mm -hmm. And so to imagine your wife, sir, kind sir, if this was you saying, yeah, my testosterone is shifting and I just it just like takes me longer to whatever, but my wife, but your wife is like, well, if he doesn't initiate, I'm not even gonna bother. Like, how would that feel? Right. That would feel bad. Why would I you think, do that? Like, yeah. this is a this is an actual natural process, a part of the cycles of humans. And why would we not be like, oh, I think I'll be loving about this and yeah. approach it differently? Because like, and, and and not and not that you're not loving. So these right. aren't questions. These are these are like issues. So right. it's it's like okay, a sounding board. So my advice or read on this would be like, 
hey, I want you guys to have conversations around it. Because trust me, I know how it feels by like trying to initiate and just getting not just, just shot down, right? It doesn't feel good, right? And I'm not saying that's a, a diss or anything mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, so the motivation to be like, well, I, I want to do foreplay and I want to mm-hmm. do stuff, but literally she just doesn't care about it right now. And it feels really shitty when I do those things and just get shot down right. because it's like you have to amp yourself up sometimes, right? Like sex is about vulnerability. Like I have to amp myself up like, okay, I'm going to do this. I've been thinking about it, thinking about it. I'm going to try to do all this perfect stuff. It's like running up to a... <laughs> it's like... when. <laughs> My kids do this sometimes when we go swimming and like jumping off the cliffs and stuff. They oh, stand yeah. up there for 30 minutes and go, I want to, but I can't. I want to, but I can't. Right. And then they don't. And they're like, oh, it's right. such a letdown. Right. So I know how it feels. So I want to give us like as much mm-hmm. kind and loving advice because again, these aren't questions. Right. These are just like straight yeah, up yeah, issues. Yeah. Well, so let me have a conversation about yeah. it and we can. Let me add one last thing to it. And this idea of like approaching this all differently, like menopause is a different season, meaning it requires different actions requires a different way of showing up for it. So if you're like, man, I'd really love to continue connecting with my wife. But if you knew that connecting with your wife meant you had to like forge a different path or go on a different road, would you Mm -hmm. be willing to go on that different road? Okay, find that road, Mm -hmm. right? Like if you really want to get to your wife, don't say, well, the main road is closed. Can't get to her. Just find like find a different path. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Connection and pleasure. It's all about connection and pleasure. Okay. This one is kind of funny, and there's like a, a, a smiley, uh, crying, laughing emoji. Um, uh, but this guy says, for me, and remember, we're talking about issues that guys have around sex and intimacy. For me, it's actually knowing what I want in the sense of what creates intimacy for me because I grew up thinking you can't have thoughts about sex until you're married. My wife actually explored dirty talk, and it resulted in me crying. Oh, no. Because I didn't know that it was something that would fulfill the feeling of being sexually desired. Oh my goodness. Forgot to add that I'm trying to be more deliberate in giving physical touch and make sure it's not always followed up by sex. As touch is both our primary love language, I don't want, I don't want the only times I touch her to be uh, associated as having sex. So as initiating sex, which I think that is genius. I want to talk about that first because that's something I hate how you touch me because it always feels sexual. Fine. Hands off forever. (laughs) Cool growth mindset. <laughs> um, but I do actually think it's a really big deal because uh-huh. I want you to be touching me, but I swear every time you touch me, it's like, now listen, oh, I am not, I am defending myself here. I have not like touched your butt or gotten, you know, I don't think booby or anything so like that. I think I, that we have I, different definitions of it. So that's just, that means it just needs to be a clarifying conversation. All right. So I just thought that I wanted to point that out. Okay, yes. I'm not saying you're being weird about it, but right. I also still don't feel like the touch that Right. Guys, bring don't is... just grab your your lady's boobs and butts and think that's physical touch all the time. Unless right? they like it and say they want that. That's right. Um, but I will say, this makes me so sad. He said, my wife actually explored dirty talk and it resulted in me crying because I didn't know that it was something that would fulfill the feeling of being sexually desired. That's a really huge statement. That is a statement, and I guess I thought about this incorrectly, but hearing you read it made me think that this crying was like... Good. Good. Yeah. Right? I At first, I was like, I, I thought like she was dirty talking, and you were like, oh my God, what? Don't I, do that. She's it's a sinful. freak. I got to get out of here kind of thing or no, whatnot. No, no. But the other one is I'm encouraged by that because yeah. that's like real emotion, like... Oh, I am worth 
desiring is she wants me. She mm-hmm. wants this and that right. and blah, you know. That brings up, I would, I want to. That's awesome. Yeah, it is really awesome and awesome, more awesome that you're sharing it like so yeah, for clearly. Sure. Um, one of the things I want to bring up, I think is so important for people to understand. And I figured this out by watching our dogs. We have three crazy dogs that do crazy dog things all day long. And They're I just, pack. they They're are, they're like pack a pack of wild dogs. And I watch them from the window because I'm in the kitchen all the time. And I have learned so much about essentially what people and animals are wired for and what we as this, and I'm, I'm reading Jordan Peterson's uh, Maps of Meaning, which is a 30 hour long book about theology. And so that probably doesn't, <laughs> doesn't hurt either. But um, I, all I can think of is that you said, uh, I didn't know that dirty talk was something that would fulfill the feeling of being sexually desired. So we that are... so... The profound statement. Meaningful. We are like wired to feel desired. Like we actually are. We we seek it out, right? And we don't have a normal, healthy expression of that in marriage almost anywhere at all ever. Mm-hmm. So think about how you learn about sex education, especially if you're a Christian or were raised in like a um more silent home around sex and intimacy, which most people are right. Like think about like you have no reference point of like, what is healthy sexuality? What is actually unhealthy? Is it okay to like, I think of people talking about um, emotional affairs all the time, Mm -hmm. like that idea or like I had an emotional affair. It's like, is it that you just saw someone and thought they were sexy and like it made your bacon (laughs) sizzle and now you think you have an emotional affair? Like, is that this, that what's going on? Like it's not the same thing. And we are wired. Like it, our brains and our biology don't give a shit about monogamy. They don't. They don't care about it. They don't like it. They don't want it. They don't care. But we, as a society, as a species, choose, not everybody, but to be monogamous, but we're going against our wiring of being just like F and anything. I mean, and again, watching my dogs, weird pervs that they are. They're uh, not pervs. You say perv all the time. It's my, one of my favorite words. You cannot take the word perv away from me. Um, it, is, it is biological. But I think that this is really awesome. I think yeah. it's super great. And uh, so, uh, okay, um, I, I want to. But hold on. Let me say was it, at the top. It says for me, it's actually knowing in all caps what I want in the sense of what creates intimacy for me, because I grew up thinking you can't have thoughts about sex until you're married. So one of the things I think right there, a, a really good um, like practice to knowing what you want with intimacy is if you close your eyes and think, like ask yourself this question, what would feel really loving and connecting and create intimacy for me right now and close your eyes. What's the first thing that pops into your mind and then just do that practice. And it sounds like you're just thinking about sex, but mm-hmm. in a way you are, you're thinking about and sex that's okay for you too. Right. and that is okay. It's great. In fact, this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
And you can, you can then ask yourself, is this thought that I'm having about sex life-giving to me? Does it make me feel shameful? If it makes me feel shameful, is it legitimately shaming? Like I'm, I'm actually doing something that's not okay. Like it isn't great to think about like somebody else. Maybe that's the first thing you go to. Then you can work through that. But if at the foundation of it, you're like, I close my eyes and I think about what would feel really connecting. And that's just me and my wife having sex on the bed. I mean, if it's just that, what is it? What kind of sex are you having? Like it's not a bad thing. It would be like, I know I'm supposed to get married and get a master's degree and Electro electromagneticism, but I can't talk about it. I can't think about it until I have my master's degree. And then that's when you do all the uh, electromagnetic experiments. Yeah. You're just doing them all the time. After the fact. And I, so we're not saying like, yeah, okay, <laughs> sex before marriage, whatever. I, if that's you, that's great. If it's not, yes. who cares, right? Um, but it's like, yeah, that it, it doesn't make any sense that way. And I, I love the honesty in this question, uh, or, or or not question, just basically issue, it's like, uh, yeah, really think of what you want. Like, I like that you said, close your eyes, you know, mm-hmm. like another show, we're talking about energy and stuff like that. And like, I read a bunch of books that talk about the emotion, like your in, internal emotion can be your roadmap. If you're like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe people call it a gut feeling or whatnot. Like you close your eyes, think about sex. Hey, what feels amazing, awesome, if anything was possible? You know, mm-hmm. you kind of think it's like, oh. Well, um, and 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 let me ask. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, sir. What what? So if you if you come up with like oh this crazy weird thing that I saw you know in porn because I you know saw it when I was twelve and my uncle made me watch it and it's weird and like so, you know like trauma based. Wait a minute, no, probably not that. Let me like reprogram all that stuff to something like more wholesome. Well, yeah, like what would make me feel safe, seen, soothed, and secure? Like, yes, like you go like and again, this is a, the practice will probably reveal multiple things that pop into your brain. And you have to have, this is essentially the premise of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. You have to go, wait, this first initial image that popped into my head of this inappropriate thing that is actually just like ingrained to my psyche because it's trauma. I'm going to push that one away. What's the one after that? Okay. This one is maybe not as whatever. And, but it's still, I don't know if it's quite there, like maybe the one after Mm -hmm. that. And so you get down and this is really vulnerable work. Yeah. It's really vulnerable work. Uh, and, and you can tell if you're going down the right path kind of thing. And, I, you know, hopefully this isn't lost on anyone. Mm-hmm. But going down the right path, if it actually feels good, like, oh, wait a minute. There's no negativity And healing. Here. Like, and, it feels like soul Like, okay, good. this is like freedom. And I'm not saying stupid ass whatever of like woke people saying, well, if it feels good, do it. And whatever. You know, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, right? It's like... And this happens to me every time I go to the gym or do the cold dip or do right. a run or something like that. I feel amazing right. after. It feels like, so yeah. Is that that is an indicator mm-hmm. that I did the right thing? Now, if I if I went to the gym and Melly was like, "Hey, we just had a baby. We just had twins, and people are crying and over here, and we don't have any money, but you're still spending an assload of money on a gym membership." And I'm like, "Listen, it feels good to me." Then I come <laughs> back. I'm like. Wait a minute. That's a disconnect. There's right. a discord there that isn't working. But it's like, okay, make sure. So for the, for for this guy, we're like, hey, think of that whatever sexual uh, experience, connecting and pleasurable, and go. All right, parse out the shit, mm-hmm. and then go. Okay, that yeah. that feels good. Let me lean into that. That right. feels good. Like so, for me, if I would to close my eyes and like that, it's like just everything soft. Mm-hmm. Like everything. This is gonna be funny, but everything is just like super soft. I'm talking about like hands, uh, you know, like 
your legs are soft, other things are soft, and it's just like smooth and it's like home and warm. Frosting. That's just like frosting? <laughs> soft, frosting, clouds. You can use frosting, that's fine. Uh, but it's just like, okay, boom, I'm home in a in a velvet, you know. Ensconced in the V. Menagerie. Menagerie. Um, I like that idea. And I will say too, this might be helpful in thinking of it this way. It's not going to be the thought that gets you to orgasm the fastest. It's not the objective. It's the thought that makes you feel the most holistic and whole. Right. Wholesome, loved, held, all of that stuff. Okay. Okay. Here's the other one. Remember, these are issues. These aren't questions. One guy says, uh, issues with sex and intimacy, feeling like the end result is worth the effort required. So this is what it would read. Um, and I know probably we both have felt this way before. It's like, okay, do we want to have sex tonight? Oh, it's 1030. It's kind of late. Is an orgasm worth it? Is the connection pleasure oh, worth yeah. it? I Maybe I'd just rather go to bed because I got to get up at six. Sometimes it's not. Right. Like there, there have been times like where we've been flirty or whatnot. And I'm like, like this is when I used to drink all the time. It's like, I just want to go to bed. I'm sleepy. Yeah, you right? don't even say that. You just are asleep. <laughs> I just go to oh, bed, right? he's asleep. But would the oh, idea... Oh, we were watching Forged in Fire and he's asleep. Right, but would the idea of sex have been awesome? Yes, but do I want to... Okay, I'm just going to be real. Do I want to wait around for you to come get in bed, get your electric blanket on, do the kind of foreplay thing, you know, like, okay, you know, do this, do whatever, which I love it, right? But that right there in the moment, sometimes they're like, yeah, right. go, go to bed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and I know which, you feel the same way. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which, so um, let's take a look. If I was answering this question for myself, I'm like, okay, Seth, what are you doing that is like possibly robbing you? You're trading sex with your wife for like a couple of beers right. and an extra 30 minutes of sleep. Right. That's dumb. That's not an investment in the long-term or relationship of your marriage. turn off Dancing with the Stars a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Are you implying that I watch Dancing with the Stars? No, it's funny because someone we love dearly watches it all the time and it's hilarious. Anyway, so I think that if you could go a little bit upstream in this, it clearly to me sounds like start the process earlier and in a different way. So if you're saying like, well, the, the end is the end result worth the effort required? And I'm assuming that that's, I've tried the same thing over and over and over and it's, is it worth it? Well, try something different. It might not take nearly as much effort mm-hmm. and it might in fact be fun right? So Mm -hmm. you might be able to change the effort put in and get a much better result much faster. But it's, I think, comes down to, are you trying something new? Are you trying something early enough in the day or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Here's another one. Remember, issues, not questions. Usually it feels like getting the ball rolling. Usually usually it's it's just getting the ball rolling. I feel like I'm in the same shoes as you, Seth. Long-term initiator slash rejectee. Rejectamenta. <laughs> Don't we feel like rejectamenta, boys? Uh, I'm at the point of taking lip surface service for not making the move more often is much easier to handle than the consistent rejection. We're polar opposites when it comes to love languages. I need to be touched while she needs words of affirmation and has nearly zero need for touch. So uh, just touch. quickly. Who needs it? <laughs> touch. Who needs it? I do. I love it. Um, that was me, not this guy. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I'm at the point of take, taking lip service for not making the move more. Okay. So, uh, I would rather be complained at than try to do foreplay and get rejected is what this guy is saying, mm-hmm. right? Like you talk about floor play, foreplay all the time. Oh, well I tried. I was thinking about it. I didn't do it right. Well, hey, 
Nope. Let me say someone. Oh, this isn't at oh, you. Oh, it's not an A to me? This okay. is not an A to you. This is me saying to all of these ladies' wives. Nope, no, these are dudes. All of these dudes' wives. Granted, they don't know that they wrote this in. But if you're listening and you think one of these is your husband, uh, I would highly encourage you as the woman to be the one who initiates. Like, again, I know it says, Seth, long-term initiator slash rejectee. Like, I think I could have a conversation about that. Even that sentence is something powerful because I don't know that it's completely accurate. Not anymore. Well, I think in the past even. I think you were thinking I was rejecting you. Mm -hmm. Like, you used to get mad at me if I... Like, I have long hair. And when you hug me, sometimes you pin my long hair to, like, my back and my head is stuck. Well, and you it's need to shave your legs. <laughs> that was funny I was talking about the hair on my head um, and so sometimes I would literally shift like I would move his arm because my hair is pinned is pinning my head stuck and he would take that as oh she's annoyed right like so, it, it felt like you'd pull away or something yes and so you were like hyper 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 sensitive mm -hmm. to anything so I either had to just like grin and bear it while you were like this delicate little flower trying right. to initiate. Which is not good. Don't grin and bear it. Have conversations around it. Guys, don't get butt hurt all the time. Yes. Like I used to and go, oh, she's moving her hair. Okay, hug away. Yes, and literally there have been moments when I've like he's hugged me. I've pulled away to fix my hair and I can see the like the light go out mm. and I've stopped him and said, I'm just moving my hair. Like it's fine. We can keep hugging. Right. I'm not mad. I'm not avoiding your touch i'm just can't move my head mm -hmm. you know yeah and so i want to there's a lot that i can say there but anyway mm -hmm. the thing i was getting at primarily is like i think women need to grow a pair and start initiating more in a way that is life-giving to the marriage you know mm. i don't know i have lots of thoughts about that okay yeah that could be a whole nother show is it like i mean could it be literally be titled like grow women, a pair women grow a pair yeah initiate grow more. a pair find your sexual self hmm Interesting. All uh, right. But hold on. I want to say, I want to help him Somebody else out. echoed that, says, I feel that. Yeah. So obviously. It says, I, I need to be touched while she, need, while she needs words of affirmation and has nearly zero need for touch. Mm -hmm. So I would say, cast a vision. And you could even do this on your own. She doesn't need to be a part of it, but it would be cool if she would do touch it yourself. together. No. <laughs> uh, cast a vision for what that looks like. Like, what right. does it actually look like? So if you were to say, hey, I would love uh, for a, a sexual encounter to look like this. And that sounds like ridiculous how I just said it. But um, I, I would to love, with you I want to touch your body with my body. But like uh, we go out to dinner and then when we come home, I can touch your thigh while we sit and watch a show. And then later, maybe you can rub the back of my neck and kiss my ear while we're looking at the sunset. I don't know. So I know that you're a woman giving other men advice to give the, to their woman, but I don't think they're, that lady would like that because that just sounds awkward. Here's what I would say. Okay, if you know, dude, she needs words of affirmation, affirm the hell out of her. I'm going to affirm the hell out affirm of Affirm it you. all the time. And then say this. I don't think that. I think that that's a great idea no don't but say I think i'm gonna affirm need you now. guidance well yes women need guidance too and so the last part so you need touch right hey melanie i love it when you touch me i love it that's it's, it's not awesome. clear enough what kind How about of this? touch melanie i love it when i come home and we greet with a hug and you just kind of like brush my shoulder when we're in the kitchen or whatnot i love that stuff you know when we kiss 
not anything crazy sexual, but it just does something for me. It's like, oh, yeah, for my some, love tank okay, was now maybe you could hear I'm this. Telling, I'm telling him to tell his wife that in that way. I know, but it, I'm telling you, as someone who doesn't give two shits about touch, it's not enough. If his wife doesn't care about touch, saying, touch me more, will so, equal, this will look like touching me more. I've okay. done it. I've then done my touching to for the day. What if I don't care about Stop words it! of affirmation? I'm telling you exactly what to say. And I just told you exactly you what to say if to you're a woman. You told the lady less, not less. Awkward doesn't matter. You can get over awkward. I know. Oh my gosh. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> that was I funny. hope we have fans out there that also watch Forged and Fire. Fortune Fire. It's awesome. Okay. Will Willis. All right. So, what am I going to do when he's gone? I don't know. Okay. So, here's a, uh, this guy says, nothing. Bedroom game strong. Just kidding. <laughs> but our sex life is pretty great currently. Honestly, my biggest struggle is my wife wants me to be more dot, 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 aggressive. She has expressed that she likes to be dominated a little, and that idea kind of terrifies me. I'm pretty passive and feel pretty insecure about being in that role, but I also want to fulfill her fantasies. So this is interesting, and I'm going to take it straight out of the dominating, the, the leading, or fantasy kind of thing. Wait, hold on. Someone else said, uh, I feel this a little, found out my wife likes to dominate a little and in trying out I found out that it triggered my fight response and it got me unreasonably aggravated wow interesting okay but that's I'm, a really interesting sorry it is interesting so I'm gonna go to this first question um, she wants to be like dominated and aggressive right I believe very strongly that that she wants him to be more right aggressive. yeah is an analogy for everything outside of the bedroom how you do sex is how you do life Outside of the bedroom, if you desire, let's just say that like you wanted me to whatever, slap your ass, hold you down, or anything like that, right? Taking leadership and being like, I am taking you, I am in control, and you feel trusting enough to mm -hmm. let me do that stuff, right? It's like emotionally validating for you, it's sexually arousing for you, it's like even whatever, I guarantee that she wants that outside of the bedroom. Right. That's a, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good uh, line. Outside of the bedroom. Go lead. Go make money. Go provide. Go kick ass. But no, only when she asks you to. Hold on. Not outside of the bedroom. No, I was kind of being serious, but kind of not. Keep on. Not outside of the bedroom. Do you? Would you want me to go, hey, do you want me to go make money today? Because I <laughs> will if you want me to, but I don't know if I should. Oh. <laughs> no you don't want that okay you're right are you kidding me yeah do you want me to do that in the bedroom hey do you want me to like hit you on the ass hard do you like it <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no keep on I didn't no. mean to slow your roll man you understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. so this my man my friend my main dude do that outside of the bedroom and I guarantee you'll just blow it up in the bedroom go get a better job go to school Quit doing stupid stuff, whatever you're doing. If you are doing stupid stuff, I don't know, right? But I promise you, that's why, and I haven't seen this movie, Fifty Shades of Grey, but I've read some stuff about it. That's why every Karen and every lady love that movie. Why do you think people like Magic Mike? I know nothing about either one of them. Well, I don't either, really. But <laughs> um, I've read, so because I get like um, uh, uh, psychology today, there's right. like articles like, oh, right. the psychology behind this and that. Right. It's because women 
and I don't care if I'm stereotyping, whatever. Women want to be led Mm -hmm. in that way. Women want to feel safe and secure Mm -hmm. and provided and cared for. Mm -hmm. You are biologically wired that way. That's why everybody, every woman went nuts. It's like, I want a man like that. It wasn't about all the freaky stuff that was in it. It was like, oh, wait a minute. He knows what to do. He takes care of me. I don't know. No, I don't know what it's about. I don't know like any of the context of it. It's like, um, well, it doesn't matter. Um, but I think one of the things I want to talk about this, I think might be more helpful in the immediate sense Mm -hmm. is he says, I'm pretty passive and feel pretty insecure being in that role, but I also want to feel fulfill her fantasies. So I think one thing would be, have you asked her specifically or has she shared with you what the fantasy is like or fantasies, right? Could be plural, could be singular. And then can you do the like the smallest step to get towards whatever that is? So I, w- I want to say that these are incremental things you can do, not like my wife wants me to be more aggressive. So now I have a pleather suit and a whip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. Uh, there oh are levels of... Um, do not forget, I grew up in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're that's like just all that's wearing, just Broadway. You're all, um, yeah, I know. You're wearing just black and yeah. I mean, in in high school, I literally looked like I was in a dominatrix movies. I wore like four inch stack, like not heels, but like crazy. I mean, I bought them at what was that store called? It was up in Capitol Hill. I was shopping Capitol Hill all the time in Seattle. And Apparently, just, some sex store. Metro, like, the Metro. Um, no, it's not. It's oh, just, that's the the. Uh, it's not a sex store. It's just like it's like. Um, hot topic, but real <laughs> kind of, it's like if hot topic was higher end, that's or, the or Metro. not a poser. Yeah. Like the Metro is like the hot topics mom, <laughs> but boss mom, boss mom. But anyway, so I will say that you can do these things incrementally. And I think that the, it's almost like your, your pe- this, the pendulum is swinging so far to the other side, to the mm-hmm. extreme of like, I don't know. What does she want me to do? Wear like a studded dog collar. Like, I don't think that that's what she's asking for. And my read is it is it. That is the farthest thing that she wants. And I may be wrong, but, but, but here's the, the great thing. The that means ask. That means ask. It means we don't know. It means you don't know. So unless she has said, I'm, and this is a really good exercise. If she says, if you could say, Hey, I would love to fulfill this for you. Can you like, lay out a scenario for me for what you would want me to do because I just feel really lost, but I really want to do this. So, and then this is not while you're having sex. You do not do this while you're having sex. You can have her send it to you like in an email or write it out like in an actual letter uh, where it's like she's expressing to you exactly what she wants, not in words like be more aggressive because what is that? Punch you in the face? What is that? Kick you in the, is like, is it a, what is that where she kicked her in the knee with the skating thing? What? Nancy Kerrigan? It, what is it? What does aggressive mean? Say mean things to me? Does it mean be tougher? Like it means a thousand things. So your wife will have to sit down and say, oh, well, what it actually means is I want you to like hold on to me tighter. Is that all it, is that all she's talking about? Or or take the lead. Tell me what you want to do. Yeah, but she will have to answer that for you. And then you can sort of like step in at the what is that? Like the easiest point of entry or something? There's like a, isn't there a term? Yeah, it's funny. Point of entry. Is that what it is though? Well, yeah. Like, like, it, yeah, like you're, yeah. And, and for sake of conversation, yes. yes. Like you're saying, okay, this is the first easiest, smallest step I can take to get us towards this place that we want to go together. Right. Instead of, 
now I need to have piercings and <laughs> wear a pleather bodysuit. You're going to come back. Oh, man. Seattle. I can't. Come back with weird, some, some like bar, nipple barbells and like a spine tattoo. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you'll get your tongue split. So it's like a lizard. Oh, my gosh. Freaks la, me la, out. La, la. Anyway, thank you. I hope that's helpful. So, okay, here's another one Sex is easy. Intimacy is the hard part, and you have to go through intimacy to get to the sex, or so I've been told. My wife recently discovered the term emotional intimacy and has identified that that is her th- the thing that we have been missing. So if you could do a show on that, we'd be much appreciated. Oh, man, we do need to do ah, a whole show on that. Emotional intimacy. Where's my pen? Women need to feel connected to have sex. Women need to have high emotional intimacy. Women need to have high trust. Women have to have... have high connection in order to have sex. Men need to have sex to feel connected, They're to feel intimacy. Sort of nope, it is. Misnomer. It is not a misnomer. You're not a man. No, you're not a man. Last time I checked. <laughs> will you check and Which see was today? Will, will you check and see if I'm a man? <laughs> That's a funny thought. That's well, gross. I will say that men actually do need emotional intimacy far more than they realize. Mm -hmm. Uh, They just don't have a great outlet or understanding or educational resource for it. This makes me think of a thing called emotional IQ. Ooh, sick. Sick. What is your emotional IQ? Is it something that you think is stupid and you eschew and go, what the hell is that? Whatever. (laughs) No, not whatever. (laughs) It's not whatever. It's It's, a real word. It's a shoe. Uh, what is it, right? Like there is an emotionality. Like what? What do you think about yourself? What do you think about yourself outside of the bedroom, inside of the bedroom, as a man, as a husband, as a provider, as a dad? All of this stuff. What is your emotional IQ? Is it something that from your family of origin you don't talk about hard things? You don't talk about stuff. I know a family like that. Cricket sound. Cricket sound. Cricket sound. Right. This is going to be the name of the episode that we do based on your question. Emotional intimacy. WTF is it? (laughs) What the f*** is it? So maybe we'll save this question for the emotional intimacy episode. Episode. Okay. Uh, Okay, but we're good. So let's let's answer one last one because we got got 15 minutes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. What were you going to say? Well, I thought, okay. Uh, sex is easy. Intimacy is the hard part. You have to go through intimacy. to say. My wife recently discovered the term emotional intimacy and has identified that as a thing that's been missing. So I'm going to use a different word for emotional intimacy and I'm going to use the language of attunement and a radio station. So mm. if you have a car or a radio uh, and you have ever like driven around and been on a radio station, uh, there's only one frequency that you can be on to hear that radio station. I promise I'm going somewhere with this. Mm-hmm. And if you toggle to a different button you're going to be on a different station so attunement is i am set quit scrolling nope don't look at it attunement is i have set my mind and energy and eyes and ears on this one radio station i want to listen to 92.5 what is it what is it radio pop but what's it called 92.5 moving moving 92.5 so you're saying i want emotional intimacy and really what you're doing is you're having all of your sort of awareness, focus, whatever, be pointed at your wife. Like you're not scanning the radio for other things. And I think sometimes men think emotional intimacy. I need you to listen so you can add. I think sometimes men think that emotional intimacy is much harder than it actually is. Um, 
it's very hard. That but, I, but I hear what you're telling. saying. It, it, it is less difficult than we think. We yes. think it's a huge monumental task and have no idea how to navigate it. However, get a hold of this and it'll make you a stronger man. What's this? Emotional intimacy. <laughs> so uh, I think that you're, a lot of time men are overcomplicating it because women communicate it extremely poorly. Mm. Uh, what do you mean by that? Are you calling out the ladies here? Or they what? call out the ladies. How so? They tend to not know what they actually want. And then it's like, mm. you think you want this thing, but you're, so you ask for something that feels like it lines up with that. And then they do the thing that they thought would line up with that. And really you're like, wait, I thought I wanted that, but it's really this other thing. And it's, it's like, like the notebook. It's like the notebook. And so until women have the ability to clarify on, on the things they truly want and to identify that stuff, it's very challenging to communicate to that, to their spouse. And so emotional intimacy just feels like a dumpster fire. To most men, they don't want to look at it, think about it. They don't even know I, what it is. Again, I've said a million times, I would rather run barefoot, whatever you name it, than you know, in the snow, up a hill, on rocks, across scorpions, in the La Brea tar pits, eating a frog at the same time while I don't know a lion chasing after me. Then like get super emotional. Now, actually, that isn't true because it's not true now. But. It's not true now. I mean, it still is hard. And like when I when I get there, it happened last week. Remember? Mm -hmm. And like, well, and what I was going to say is that I think one of the reasons that this is so hard for men is that they are almost always uh, suppressing their own emotional intimacy needs. Boom. So you get too close to mine. You get too close to me getting to the core of my emotional need. And all of a sudden you see it in yourself and so that you're like, ah, like a dog trying not to fall off the dock. You know, you're, ah, right. you know, you get into that, like back up, back up off your charcoal. Yeah. Uh, and it, so it's even further complicated because men not only are wired less this way, mm -hmm. they're also made fun of if they're wired more emotionally, yes. they get teased, they get bullied. So they shut it away, but it's not gone. And so then when they try to, when their wife talks about it, it's just like too much. It's overwhelming. Yeah. In fact, there is a, uh, a modality, a theory in uh, family therapy called emotional focus. Crickets. <laughs> EMT. No, EFT. Emotionally focused therapy by Sue Johnson. I've mm -hmm. seen her in person, right? I think she's like British or Australian or something. And it's like, a real schooling in emotional stuff, right? Emotionally focused therapy. Mm -hmm. What are the emotions mm -hmm. behind it? Well, not okay, just what's the checklist. Not that what, needs no, to of be course done. not. What's not just the, the checklist. Not just this or that or that. Like, okay, great. We, you know, what allows you to be truly emotional mm -hmm. on something? Because we all have emotions, right? right? And emotions aren't good or bad. Mm -hmm. Anger, fear, anxiety, uh, happiness, joy, contentment rage. They're just emotions. And I can have all of those because basically everybody does have all of those, but it's how we express them. Unless they're suppressing them. Unless they're suppressing them. And they have them, them, but they suppress It'd be like this. Like, so again, men, I think a lot of men have trauma around emotion. I think like you could probably say that. I was going to be really sarcastic. Oh, what were you going to say? Duh. That or newsflash. rude. I was going to be, but I didn't. Well, I'm pissed. Uh, I what's your so, emotional okay. like you? <laughs> uh, men and Speaking emotional the mic. trauma. Uh huh. We apparently need to do an episode about that because of your duh statement. But I think that men have a lot of trauma around emotional things in general, and then it's 
exacerbated. And so it's similar to like, if you got robbed by, if you like went into a bank and someone robbed the bank and you're like, I'm staying away from money forever. Right. And it, uh, obviously that would F up your future. But you need money but to survive. But you need money. Like it's a right. part of your actual like everyday requirements, right? Right. And so I guess all of this to say, I want to wrap this up because I know it's longer than it meant to be, but emotional intimacy is less complicated than we think it is. And I'm going to make it the most easiest thing to, and you're going to have to help me here. So think of a person, a, I don't know if a baby would help or a puppy, mm-hmm. something that as a man, you can, baby an, puppy. a creature <laughs> that you can go, oh, mm. and you look at them and you think, oh, that, that's emotional. Like you're, you're wired so that like you're, uh, and I mean like with this individual. So for example, I showed you pictures of Hattie as a baby, like that today. That is so weird because I don't give a flying shit about any baby in the you, history you say of that the world all the time. Uh-huh. or another damn puppy that you're showing me or anything, basically. Okay. <laughs> Unless they're my own, yeah. right? Our kids, uh-huh. right? Oh, that's interesting. I could probably do a whole show, solo show on that. Just that. I don't give a flying F that the name Why of don't the I show? care about any cute babies or anything? Why don't I care about anything with Seth Dudley? Well, no, not that. But... I, I, you know, you're saying like an emotional kind of wound or whatever, or kid childhood wound kind of thing. And it's not like I'm struggling with it like day in, day out or kind of thing. But I have noticed, I'm like, if that's not my kid, I don't care. Now, do I wish harm upon the kid or anything like that? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not a psychopath or anything. Right. But that is, okay, sorry, I'm getting off there. But that is a whole interesting show. Yes. So what is a thing you can attune to? Is it... Thinking about your grandma? Sometimes. I think it's mainly kids. What's wrong with you? Are you? Uh-huh. Yes. This is a whole other show, by the way. Well, it's not. We got to go. We got to wrap it up. <clears throat> but I think what, what I'm trying to express to you, my fine friend here, is emotional Who, intelligence. Facebook friend or me? Not you. Them. Emotional <laughs> intimacy. What is it? How does it work? What the F is it? Yeah. Um, because it matters a lot in sex and intimacy and those types of things. And so it's literally that attunement. It's that like, I'm mm-hmm. choosing you, Charmander vibes. It's I'm choosing to listen to this radio station and not focus on mm-hmm. texting someone or looking at the newspaper or fixing my car or, you know, just watching football for 500 million hours a day. It's like I set everything down and I look right into your eyes and I'm talking to you mm. and I'm listening to you. And I am happy when you're happy. And I, I like my heart goes to you when you talk about something that's sad and it's literally just sitting and being present with somebody. That's really all emotional intimacy is. And you can think of it in times like, I don't know, emotional intimacy doesn't have to only apply to a relation, a marriage relationship. Right. You could have had like a really kind coach who's like, hey, man, I can see you're struggling. Let's sit down and talk about this. Like, I don't know. Some coaches are like that. Some like if you had a friend's yeah. dad could it's be like easy, that. It's easier to receive emotional intimacy than it is to give it and be present, at least for me. And so, but I'm on a quest to do that because I know it's the right thing to do, right? It's easier to receive emotional attunement than to give it. It's easier to to receive money than to earn it. Good Lord. Yeah. So it's easier to make other people work. Okay. Okay. You are incorrect on that. So what are you doing? What are you doing right now? Shaming you. I know. In front of all of our friends. So why the hell should I be emotionally vulnerable with you then? Because I lay it down. Do you? 
Excuse me? What is that smirky face? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> this is the last show ever. Thank you. This I hope show it's helped. It's over. It's over. So, seriously, I hope this has helped. Do we have more questions or comments rather from the men from the Facebook group on sex and intimacy? Yeah, That'll be the next episode. Yeah. So, we hope this is helpful. If you guys got any questions, always remember email us at hello at anatomy of marriage, anatomy of us.com. Shit. No. <laughs> Hello at anatomyofmarriage.com. Go there and we'll answer your questions. Yes. We'll get you hooked up with coaching I think that, or therapy or the women's group coaching or the men's mastermind. I think that this month should be all about answering these questions. It should be I May is should. for men. May is for men. April is for fools and May is for men. There you go. All right. We all love right. you guys. We love you. Talk to you later. All right, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to Anatomy of Us. This podcast is produced by my mom, Melanie Studley, and hosted by my dad, Seth Studley. Our show is edited and published by our producer, Reva Hansen, from Creative Media Support. Special thanks to our Patreon members that get an extra episode every week. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.